July 29th, Memorial of St. Martha St. Martha was a sister of Mary and Lazarus. When she received the Lord as a guest at Bethany, she looked after him with devoted attention. She begged the Lord to raise her brother Lazarus from the dead. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Blessed are the poor of heart, blessed are the merciful, for they will be blessed upon the earth. Blessed are the poor. Blessed are they who suffer, blessed are they who are persecuted, for they shall be the rulers of the world. Blessed are the poor. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for the justice and the rights of all, for they shall eat the meal of the Lord. Blessed are the poor. Blessed are they whose hearts are clean, and blessed are they who keep his word, for they have inherited the land. Blessed are the poor. Blessed are they who labor for peace. Blessed are they who suffer in war, for they shall meet the Prince of Peace. Blessed are the poor. Her mouth uttered words of wisdom, her tongue spoke words of compassion. The heavens proclaim the glory of God, and the firmament shows forth the work of his hands. Day unto day takes up the story, and night unto night makes known the message. No speech, no word, no voice is heard, yet their span extends through all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world. There he has placed a tent for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent, rejoices like a champion to run its course. At the end of the sky is the rising of the sun, to the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed from its burning heat. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Her mouth uttered words of wisdom. Her tongue spoke words of compassion. Trusting themselves to God, these holy women sang his praises with heartfelt love. My heart overflows with noble words. To the king I must speak the song I have made. My tongue is nimble as the pen of a scribe. You are the fairest of the children of men, and graciousness is poured upon your lips, because God has blessed you for evermore. O mighty one, gird your sword upon your thigh, in splendor and state ride on in triumph, for the cause of truth and goodness and right. Take aim with your bow in your dread right hand, your arrows are sharp, peoples fall beneath you. The foes of the king fall down and lose heart. Your throne, O God, shall endure forever. A scepter of justice is the scepter of your kingdom. Your love is for justice, your hatred for evil. Therefore God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness above other kings. Your robes are fragrant with aloes and myrrh. From the ivory palace you are greeted with music. The daughters of kings are among your loved ones. On your right stands the queen in gold of Ophir. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Trusting themselves to God, these holy women sang his praises with heartfelt love. Singing for joy, they are brought into the king's presence. Listen, O daughter, give ear to my words. Forget your own people and your father's house. So will the king desire your beauty. He is your lord. Pay homage to him. And the people of Tyre shall come with gifts. The richest of the people shall seek your favor. The daughter of the king is clothed with splendor, her robes embroidered with pearls set in gold. She is led to the king with her maiden companions, 
They are escorted amid gladness and joy. They pass within the palace of the king. Sons shall be yours in place of your fathers. You will make them princes over all the earth. May this song make your name forever remembered. May the peoples praise you from age to age. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Singing for joy, they are brought into the King's presence. The thoughts of my heart are always before you, O Lord. You are my help and my Redeemer. A reading from the second letter of the Apostle Paul to the Corinthians. If I must boast, I will make a point of my weaknesses. The God and Father of the Lord Jesus knows, blessed be he forever, that I do not lie. In Damascus, the ethnarch of King Aretas was keeping a close watch on the city in order to arrest me, but I was lowered in a basket through a window in the wall and escaped his hands. I must go on boasting, however useless it may be, and speak of visions and revelations of the Lord. I know a man in Christ who, fourteen years ago, whether he was in or outside his body I cannot say, only God can say, a man who was snatched up to the third heaven. I know that this man, whether in or outside his body, I do not know, God knows, was snatched up to paradise to hear words which cannot be uttered, words which no man may speak. About this man I will boast, but I will do no boasting about myself unless it be about my weaknesses. And even if I were to boast, it would not be folly for me because I would only be telling the truths. But I refrain, lest anyone think more of me than what he sees in me or hears from my lips. As to the extraordinary revelations, in order that I might not become conceited, I was given a thorn in the flesh, an angel of Satan to beat me and keep me from getting proud. Three times I begged the Lord that this might leave me. He said to me, My grace is enough for you, for in weakness power reaches perfection. And so I willingly boast of my weaknesses instead, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore I am content with weakness, with mistreatment, with distress, with persecutions and difficulties, for the sake of Christ, for whom I am powerless. It is then that I am strong. What a fool I have become! You have driven me to it. You are the ones who should have been commending me. Even though I am nothing, I am in no way inferior inferior to the super-apostles. Indeed, I have performed among you with great patience the signs that show the apostle, signs and wonders and deeds of power. In what way are you inferior to the other churches except in this, that I was no burden to you? Forgive me this injustice. Willingly I boast of my weaknesses, that the power of Christ may rest upon me, for my power is made perfect in weakness. We possess this treasure in earthen vessels, to show that this surpassing power comes from God, for my power is made perfect in weakness. A reading from a sermon by St. Augustine, Bishop. Our Lords teach us that though we labor among the many distractions of this world, we should have but one goal, for we are but travelers on a journey without as yet a fixed abode. We are on our way, not yet in our native land. We are in a state of longing, not yet of enjoyment. But let us continue on our way, and continue without sloth or respite, so that we may ultimately arrive at our destination. Mary and Martha were sisters, related not only by blood but also by religious aspirations. 
They stayed close to our Lord and both served him harmoniously when he was among them. Martha welcomed him as travelers are welcomed, but in her case the maidservant received her Lord, the invalid her Savior, the creature her Creator, to serve him bodily food while she was to be fed by the Spirit. For the Lord willed to put on the form of a slave, and under this form to be fed by his own servants, out of condescension and not out of need. For this was indeed condescension to present himself to be fed, since he was in the flesh, he would in fact be hungry and thirsty. Thus was the Lord received as a guest, who came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, he gave them the power to become sons of God, adopting those who were servants, and making them his brothers, ransoming the captives, and making them his co-heirs. No one of you should say, Blessed are they who have deserved to receive Christ into their homes. Do not grieve or complain that you were born in a time when you can no longer see God in the flesh. He did not, in fact, take this privilege from you. As he says, Whatever you have done to the least of my brothers, you did to me. But you, Martha, if I may say so, are blessed for your good service, and for your labors you seek the reward of peace. Now you are much occupied in nourishing the body, admittedly a holy one. But when you come to the heavenly homeland, Will you find a traveler to welcome, someone hungry to feed, or thirsty to whom you may give drink, someone ill whom you could visit, or quarreling with whom you could reconcile, or dead whom you could bury? No, there will be none of these tasks there. What you will find there is what Mary chose. There we shall not feed others, we ourselves shall be fed. Thus what Mary chose in this life will be realized there in all its fullness. She was gathering fragments from that rich banquet, the word of God. Do you wish to know what we will have there? The Lord himself tells us when he says of his servants, Amen, I say to you, he will make them recline, and passing he will serve them. After Jesus had raised Lazarus from the dead, they gave a dinner for him at Bethany, and Martha served at table. Mary took a pound of costly perfume and anointed the feet of Jesus and Martha served at table. Let us pray. Father, your son honored St. Martha by coming to her home as a guest. By her prayers, may we serve Christ in our brothers and sisters and be welcomed by you into heaven, our true home. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks.